Maybe you've been feeling frustrated, stuck, stagnant, complacent, like grumpy, <laughs> frustrated, what exasperated. You know, like if you really think about it, our default perspectives for the most part, like pretty much suck. Let's move through the hard shit to move out of that stuck, stagnant place and get into action. What up, weirdos? Welcome back to another episode of Oh Hi Self. I'm your host, Sandra Possing, speaker coach, digital nomad, lifestyle entrepreneur. And today uh, we're doing things a little bit differently. So I am currently sitting on the balcony of a hotel in Costa Rica, and my fingers are crossed that this works because I've never recorded an episode outside of my home office. I've never recorded an episode outside and we're going to see how we do with background noise because, you know, I'm at a hotel and I'm basically in the jungle. So hopefully what you hear is like the sounds of beautiful tropical birds, but there may also be the sound of like, I don't know, techno music coming from the pool or landscaping happening, or we'll see. We're going to roll with it and see what happens. But today I want to bring you one of my favorite mindset tools. So because we're all about practical tools for modern humans on this podcast, this is this is a great example of one of those tools. It's easy to use. It makes a huge difference and it just gets better and better with practice. Before we do that, though, here's a quick GCI, hoping that y'all are doing some version of this on your own. I really, truly have found this to be one of the mindset practices that has completely rewired my brain and the key is doing it consistently over time. I've been probably doing it for seven or eight or nine, I don't even know, years now. But so the G, um, I'm grateful to be a digital nomad and I'm, I'm grateful to be able to work from anywhere. We are here in Costa Rica, not just for this weekend for a wedding, but we're here for uh, the next month. So I'm, I'm stoked to be able to not only travel the way that we do, and come to amazing places like Costa Rica, but to be able to just take my work with me. So always, always grateful for digital nomading. I'm celebrating our friends getting married. I don't know about you, but like, I just love weddings, man. I love the awkwardness. We were walking around getting dinner last night and we were watching another wedding that was happening. We're kind of looking down on the reception and I was just like, man, weddings are so great. They're so entertaining and they can be so awkward. Like I love the weird, you know, you get a family that maybe there's some tension or maybe people don't see each other that often and you put them all together in a space for a day or a weekend with all these different structures like ceremonies and receptions and meals and it, you know, and rituals. And it's just like, it's, I don't know, it's hilarious and awesome. It's just such a beautiful, like hodgepodge of humanity. I love going to weddings. It's one of my favorite things. Also just love the love. I will absolutely cry at every ceremony, no matter who it is. It could be total randos on the beach that I've never seen before. So celebrating that, my intention while I'm here for the next month is to stay committed to my usual routines. Like it would be easy to just just think, you know, oh, I'm on vacation, like fuck it. <laughs> but I really want to stay committed to all the fitness stuff and walking and sleep and stay committed to working the way I normally would. It just, you know, I'll be like in a bikini in the pool or by the pool instead of in yoga pants in my office. And there's just something about, you know, if you travel, you get it. Like it's like we can tap into different versions are, of ourselves when we travel or when we are in a different environment or different culture or speaking a different language. It just like it's it's like a part part of us that might be kind of dormant otherwise gets awakened. And I, I love that. So I really want to lean into this, you know, the tropical version of myself or the Costa Rican version of myself or the version of myself that comes out and is like traveler gal when I'm here. Okay, so let's get into it. I'm going to, in this episode, I'm going to explain what this particular mindset tool is and how it works. I'm going to share how I first learned about it and experienced it myself. I'm going to share some of the benefits and when to use it. And I'm going to give you a fuck ton of examples. All right, so welcome to the art of reframing. So the tool is reframing. And I thought a nice way to kick this off would be sharing a great quote, which is that if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. That quote comes from the legendary Wayne Dyer, who's like one of the grandfathers of one of the OGs of the personal development industry. Man, so much respect to that man. He wrote many books, 
check them out if you're not familiar. So reframing is about changing the way you look at things. It's changing your perspective, changing your attitude, changing your response to things. Like I think most of us kind of traipse around um, our lives just reacting to what life and the world throws at us a lot of the time. And we do that in default mode. Whereas here you can be changing how you see the world and changing how you respond to the world as it's happening. So it's, it's about being much more intentional. If you like metaphors, you can think about it as putting on a new set of glasses, lenses, frames. You can think about it as moving to a different physical location so that you can see something from a different angle. You know, like I'm up here on this balcony looking down from the second floor. That looks very different than if I'm down on the first floor looking up to the fifth floor. Like everything looks so different depending on where we are. And the idea is that we tend to look at things through our default perspective, which if you've listened to any of my former episodes on the show, you've heard me just absolutely talk so much shit about how stuck we are in our conditioning and our old beliefs, our old stories, trauma, if we have any societal conditioning. And like, you know, like if you really think about it, our default perspectives for the most part, like pretty much suck. Sometimes they're fine. Sometimes they're great. But most of the time they're, uh, they're quite shitty. So it's pretty beneficial to consider other more empowering perspectives. So the tool of reframing can be really helpful if you learn how to just like find more healthy growth oriented ways of seeing the world. There are many different ways of doing this. This is just one of them. Um, I'm going to share a little bit about my initial introduction to it. And then again, benefits when to use it in examples. So my first introduction happened in a coach training class I was in maybe 12 years ago. And what I loved about some of those classes, this is CTI and um, the Coaches Training Institute, now known as the Coactive Training Institute. And what I loved about attending their classes was they were in-person experiential teaching environment. So we would get up and move our bodies and really like get the material into our bones. And so for this particular exercise, when they introduced it, they would have someone be like the demo person or the guinea pig. And that person would pick a challenge. So this could be any kind of problem or, you know, work thing or a health thing or a relationship thing, whatever it is, something you want to work on. And then they had taped a big circle on the ground and they had divided that circle also with tape into a bunch of different sections, like, like a pie. And so the person would share their problem or challenge with the class. And then they were asked to come up with a bunch of different labels for these different sections of the circle. And each section would represent a different perspective. So the way we would come up with these perspectives usually was we would ask that person, like, what is something that you love to do? Or what is a sport that you're into? Or what is a hobby you have or something like that? So maybe for somebody it was sailing or somebody else it was cooking or painting or basketball or something like that. And so then we would label those different sections on the floor. And then we would take the person and have them physically go stand in one, let's say the sailing section and be like, all right, so think about and tell us about this problem that you have, but think about it through the lens of sailing. And they would do that. And then we'd be like, hey, now think about it through the lens of painting. Okay, great. And then now think about it through the lens of cooking or whatever it was. And it was so freaking cool to watch this person who, you know, maybe was feeling really frustrated and stuck. They'd been like thinking and complaining about this problem. Let's say it's an issue with, a, with a, an annoying boss at work or something. And they've just felt stuck for weeks and they haven't tried anything and they're just complaining. And then as soon as they're walking around from section to section and they're like, well, you know, if I'm sailing, then you know, I got to really focus on like doing all these different things and hoisting the sail and doing the, and man, I haven't sailed in a while, so I don't remember the terminologies, but, but I feel so like wild and free when I'm on the ocean. I love the feeling of the wind in my face. And it's like, it's, you know, it's a little scary, but it's exhilarating. And then maybe when they're painting, they're like, I love just like, colors and getting my, my overalls dirty and just watching this 
beautiful picture come to life on the canvas or maybe when they're cooking they're like I love the creativity and you know I don't follow recipes I just like grab spices and I taste and smell everything and it's like this creative expression and so you're watching someone describe a passion or a hobby or something that they're really familiar with and it's like their body comes alive their mind comes alive and suddenly they're accessing a way of approaching this problem or challenge in a much more creative way so it's really effective I watched other people go through the process and be the demo person. And then I also got to experience being the demo person. And while I don't remember the challenge I brought or what the perspectives were, I remember feeling like the physiological changes in real time in my body. You know, in one perspective, maybe I was feeling like just more calm and grounded and at peace. And I was like, ah, I can finally think about this challenge in just like a chill way, which helps me access the more logical parts of my brain instead of getting all frustrated and riled up about it. And then maybe in another area, I'd be feeling like if it was a passion or a hobby, I'd be like, yeah, just you know, more animated, more enthusiastic. And then it's like, I could find like hope and inspiration and motivation and determination to work through this challenge instead of just feeling stuck. And this is kind of the cool thing about doing mindset work. Like mindset work can very much happen while you're just sitting there and thinking about it or talking to a coach or therapist or a friend. It could be writing in your journal. Like that would be kind of the more pure mindset work style, uh, which can be absolutely profound, especially if you haven't done much of it before. Like I've had clients who even just starting to journal without any structure at all, they're just like, I don't know, I'm just like capturing my thoughts and then kind of noticing themes and like basic mindset work can be completely game changing. And if you want some extra credit or if you want things to go faster, it almost always works better if you add your body into it. So if you get up and move in some way, there's like so many different kinds of embodiment work and modalities and practices and things you can do. Don't worry about the specifics if you don't know anything about that. Just think about brain and body. One of my mentors always says that brain and body, brain and body, brain and body. And I love that simple little connection because it's like, use your mind to do the shifting, to do the reframing, but then also move your body so you can feel the lived experience of changing your position, changing your frame and just getting energy moving and like, it's like getting it into our bones. So some of the benefits of the practice and the tool of reframing, like, like I was saying, watching someone go through this can be pretty wild. Like you see their face change, you see their body language become more like grounded and open and you, you just watch their problem solving become more effective. Like it, gets more creative and it happens faster and they actually come up with solutions that they can then go act on instead of just sitting around and whining, you know? Oftentimes people find themselves getting unstuck rather quickly or unblocked when they do this kind of work. And I mean, the emotional experience on the other side can be huge. Like maybe you've been feeling frustrated, stuck, stagnant, complacent, like grumpy, <laughs> frustrated, what exasperated. And then you do some of this kind of reframing and you're like, oh, I actually feel a lot of relief haven't even actually done anything about the problem yet. I've just reframed and chosen a different lens. And like, suddenly I feel like it's totally solvable. Like this is figure outable. Shout out to Marie Forleo and her book, Everything is Figure Outable. So you can find relief, you can find hope, motivation, determination, inspiration. Like it's like you're, you're accessing more energy with which to tackle this thing. So the benefits are awesome. And when to use this is very versatile. You can use it when you're feeling stuck. You can use it when you're kind of stuck in like a victim mindset and really frustrated and you want to break through that and actually go do some shit to change the situation. You can use this anytime you want to shift from like a more negative, whiny perspective to something more positive, not just more positive. I'm always hesitant to use the word positive just because sometimes it goes into like the 
toxic positivity, like everything, like good vibes only. And I'm not about that. I'm about like, let's actually do the shadow work. Let's move through the hard shit to <laughs> solve it. But just think of it as moving from a, um, a less helpful perspective to a more helpful one, more healthy one, more growth oriented one, a more effective one. And you also, you don't have to have a problem or a challenge to use the tool of reframing. Like you can be crushing it and feeling really great. And you can use reframing to just go bigger. Like think about any area where you want to up level instead of a problem. Think of it as a goal instead of a challenge. Think of it as like an area where you want to go from, go from good to great or great to extraordinary. So just think of it as a way to move from where you are, wherever that is, to somewhere even better. Here are some examples of ways that you can use reframing. So, you know, I like to keep things simple. So we're going to start with just like really simple things. So, you know, look around the world around you and you, you, you can use things you see, right? So people places, colors, or things that you do like hobbies and passions or things like you can use feelings. It's literally limitless. Like choose any topic, any subject you would study in school, anything you would pick up a book about, anything you would do with your mind or your body. This is what's so great. Like it is limitless, which can be overwhelming. So it's helpful to just like start by choosing something that is familiar to you and ideally something that has some healthy or helpful energy to it. So some examples, if you were going to use um, people like real people as a, as a reframe or a perspective, you could be like, what would Oprah do? Or what would my future self do? You know, I love that one. How would my higher self handle this challenge? Or maybe you have a favorite athlete or musician or political figure or parent or friend or just anybody that you look up to who might maybe have some resources or has accomplished something you want to accomplish, like anybody who has something that would be helpful to you in this situation, use them as a reframe, use them as a lens. It could be fictional characters. I remember I was doing some work with a client years ago and we were both watching Game of Thrones at the time. We were both really obsessed with Khaleesi and that kind of like just regal, calm, grounded warrior princess, badass, but still like beautiful and feminine energy. And we decided she was going to use Khaleesi as her reframe for a bunch of stuff that she was feeling challenged by. You could use hobbies, like obviously for mine, it would be some version of dancing like, I'm like, okay, um, salsa dancing, God, that spicy, <laughs> like reframe or tango, maybe it's a proud and dramatic kind of a lens or Lindy Hop would be fun and animated, enthusiastic. EDM might be like more wild and free. And like, even just within the world of dance, there's a ton of possible reframes there, all different flavors. Speaking of flavors, maybe you're into food. It could be, you could think of a different type of, different types of cuisine, styles of cooking. You could use the lens of fine dining. You could use the lens of fast food. You could use the lens of like healthy, quick, easy meals. You could use the lens of organic farming, sustainable, whatever you're into. Use that as a lens and just see what happens. Like when I approach XYZ problem through the lens of organic farming, what comes up? Like if I was doing organic farming, what do I love about that? What is it about getting my hands into the soil? Like I feel so good about doing ethical things that are aligned with my values. And how would I approach this problem as an organic farmer or through the lens of, I don't know, making really fancy grilled cheese at a street food taco stand or something. <laughs> Not a taco stand, you know what I mean, food truck. Maybe it's something like running. You know, if you are a distance runner versus if you are a sprinter, those are two very different approaches. So if you're a distance runner and you're thinking like steady, committed, consistent, growing, you know, increasing the distance over time, slow, methodical, patient versus sprinter, you're just like, I got to have really healthy legs to be able to access those fast twitch muscle fibers that I got to warm up very thoroughly before I go sprint. If you're like a gym bro like me, fitness freak, how would you think like that kind of an athlete? You know, discomfort is good. 
We want gains. We want, you know, we want to put in the reps. We want to do slow and steady progression over time. We want to be safe. We want to avoid injuries, but we also want to be fit as fuck and like healthy and, you know, be able to do lots of functional things with our bodies. Maybe you're a musician and you can think of it through the lens of like, again, practice consistently, being willing to be a beginner and sound terrible in the beginning, but you put in the work. Or maybe you're not a musician, but you love music. And you think about the different vibes, like I love reggae. So it's like reggae, just it's chill. Everything's all good. Like it's all good, man. Think about, you know, the big perspective. Everything's all connected. Like let's all just work together. And, or maybe you're really into classical music and it's like beautiful soaring melodies or you're into jazz and it's all about the improvisation. So again, here, like even just within the world of music, you have a limitless possibilities for different ways, different flavors, different vibes in terms of how you think about all this stuff. Maybe you're into hard rock or down tempo or like Gregorian chanting. It doesn't matter what your thing is. Like what a unique lens each of those is or sports. You know, how do you feel when you sail or play pickleball or go rock climbing or do gymnastics, horseback riding, football, whatever it is. So like pick, pick one that you're familiar with to start to make it fast and easy. But then the more you practice the tool of reframing, you can like branch out and get so fucking weird as a way of thinking outside the box and tapping into more creative problem solving. And again, like as a tip, just, you know, choose random ones and experiment and have fun with the process, but ultimately look for the reframes that are empowering, helpful, growth oriented to you specifically. Choose the ones that make you, it's like by thinking these more helpful thoughts and choosing these more helpful perspectives, you feel better emotions and you also feel better in your body. Like I know when I'm choosing like a whiny old story where it's like victim mindset and it's like poor me and why does everything suck so much? My whole body starts to kind of collapse and I feel like really low energy and my emotions are like very kind of low vibrational emotions. Whereas when I choose a perspective that's more empowering, I stand up taller, my shoulders go down and back, my lungs expand, my chest opens my energy goes up, my emotions are more higher vibrational emotions that are just easier to work with, there's more energy to them. And it like, it makes you want to move out of that stuck stagnant place and get into action. So the recap, in this episode, we explained the art of reframing, we shared some benefits and when to use it. I shared like the lived experience of doing this exercise in a class setting for the first time. And we shared a bunch of different examples of kinds of things and topics and ideas you can use to choose as a type of perspective as a lens through which to see the world and to to tackle your challenges and problems. So your homework is just to try this tool, practice it, get creative, see what it loosens up for you. And then know that you have this tool in your tool belt. Anytime you want to level up, anytime you want to confront a problem. As always, if this episode was helpful to you, I would love it if you could take a screenshot, share it on social and tag me, or if social is not your thing, take two seconds and rate the show. Or if you're feeling really generous, you can write us a review or just click the button and send it to a friend. Thank you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.